last episode of the Incredible I went over Prince. your house. When you left, I was thinking I should have just offered to give you a tour, and I didn't even think about it. I do not have the, the gift of hosting. <laughs> Except hosting podcasts. Right, yeah. We're doing, we're doing great at hosting podcasts. <laughs> we started we're off on a amazing. roll right now. We are the Incredible Critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. Back again, and joining me are, are the usual suspects, Tim Gruber. What up, what up? And Frankie Fusco. Hey, Ben. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing awesome. How are you? I'm good. So you guys, uh, you know, gave me a bunch of crap for not being able to do the intros or uh, doing the intros different every week last week. Listen. And ben, then Tim ha- goes into it and uh, possibly gives one of the worst ones. Look, in my defense, how many intros have we already done tonight? Am I right? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I did one, but we were cutting it because it was. See, and I did one. And we okay. had to cut it, and then you put it at the end, and that's... But mine was funny. <laughs> yeah. It was just that it was inappropriate. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it's good to have you back, Ben, back in the command chair, captaining, <laughs> captaining the ship, uh, the friendship. Oh, womp womp. I see you there. there. <laughs> Frankie, what have you been up to this week? Ah, nothing much. Crazy weekend. Had some friends get married. Um, and Sunday I football because none of the teams I like were playing. So I took um a lot of naps. Then I played a board game at a friend at a friend's house. Real exciting stuff. You know, stuff you don't have. I was gonna say this is the most boring story ever. (laughs) I got I got nothing. It was a pretty boring weekend. Played a game of Parcheesi and I took some naps. Are you like sixty? What? What is yeah, Tim, I'm, tell me something I'm more interesting happened in your life. Well, I got to be um, Mr. Mom on the weekend. Oh. Going into the weekend, Brittany went to Pittsburgh uh, with our youngest, Adeline. And so I had the twins and was driving them to and from school. And I went to this ridiculous uh, fun run race for the Cure uh, event at their school <laughs> where, they <got> to, <laughs> where they get to run around. And... Uh, I was going to say what they're like six. What were they running? Like a, it was a race tenth for of a mile. Yeah. They, well, they walked, they actually went around a pretty huge chunk of their, uh, school property. Okay. Uh, so I was surprised, but they buddied all the littlest kids, all those smaller kids up with like older kids so that they would stay on target. Uh, uh I assume that's why. <laughs> and, uh, so it was fun. It was just a crazy thing. A bunch of parents were there and, uh, but yeah, I got to be Mr. Mom just, uh, you know, doing the thing, driving them around. Nice. Without further ado, let's talk about some things in case you missed it. Tim, you wanted to mention an app or two. Well, yeah. So I actually, somebody else brought this app up, but Stranger Things has an awesome game that is out right now on, it's on iOS and Android, I think. It's free, right? Yeah. Stranger Things, the game is free. Completely free. Uh, I found this the other day and I literally played it every second I could over the weekend. Um, it's super fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, did you beat it, Tim? Uh, no. So I got into the forest area. I want to say, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm still pretty early, maybe like chapter three or something. Yeah, the forest I think is 
think it's pretty early. So I, I think, think I only have two. I think I only have two characters to choose from. Okay. To- yeah. So it's not like the story of the game or, or I'm sorry, the, the story of the show or anything like that. It's kind of like just this separate entity. Like it's not canon. Like the story is not really that important. There's lots of elements. Yeah. All the Stranger Things like characters and elements that you'd expect. Exactly. But in this retro 80s style NES 8-bit type game with perfect controls for your phone, which I think was most impressive, was that they were able to give you that 8-bit style game, but still make all the controls pretty much be completely fluid and feel natural on a phone. And then they are giving it away absolutely free solely as a promotional tool for the second season of the show. I think it's I think it's pretty genius. Super fun game and it's completely free. So if you're a, a nerd at all, uh you know, definitely go check it out if you're into video games. And guys, can I just say I'm so stoked for season 2. Oh, uh, so stoked. I You know, I, oops, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the things I love about it and you can't find it in too many games now, especially the ones you download, you don't need internet access to play it. True. Yeah, every sure. game, which is a huge pain in the butt when you go on. I mean, I take a lot of flights, so when I'm ever on a plane for a long period of time, I love loading up my phone with a bunch of games or podcasts or something like that. But um, you normally can't with the games because they need to connect the internet for you to even play a little bit. So, yeah. And uh, speaking of apps that require you to connect to the internet, uh oh, <laughs> Tim, you also had another app that you wanted to mention. Yeah, I wanted to mention Super Mario Run. It's been out for a while, right? Yeah. Uh, but the, I got I re-downloaded it um, because they added a bunch of new features. They added this Remix 10 thing where yep. you basically can get these little bite-sized levels, 10 bite-sized levels at a, in a row um, where you're collecting things and ultimately you're supposed to unlock Daisy. And, I, and the reason why I brought it up is because I saw that Ben had been playing it too because when you go in, you can see if you have a friend who's ahead of you in the remix 10 uh levels or behind you and uh i saw that ben was ahead of me (laughs) you got close you i think i was on like level 23 and you were on level 20 i was getting close yeah then you zipped uh, ahead yeah yeah Yeah. and then i let the girls play um (laughs) oh bad decision i was not collecting anything so (laughs) one of the cool things about this new mode is that it doesn't matter if you die you just spend a ticket for every 10 levels basically the the toad tickets whatever which i don't even know how you get those i'm just maxed out all the time um (laughs) from uh having those uh power-ups on in my kingdom those uh question mark blocks anyways um so the base of the super mario run game is basically uh, another thing where i would say they they nearly perfected the controls of having a mario game on your phone where all you do is tap on the screen you can play it one-handed it's it's awesome um and it's in the style of the new super mario bros stuff on the wii Uh, so it's side scrolling but it's a little bit 3d looking one thing that i wanted to talk about real quick is the show halt and catch fire have you guys seen the show halt and catch fire i have not i haven't i have not either I know so, I've never even heard of it. I know about it, but I, I haven't watched it. I the, I see a bunch of articles about it, and pretty much the general consensus is it's the greatest show that nobody's watching. <laughs> um, it's going into its fourth season, and it's 
particularly a show that both of you guys would like. So the premise of the show, the very high level premise of the show is it is about the tech revolution of the 80s and 90s. So it's a fictional story set against that background. So you don't need to know, like you don't necessarily need to be an Uber nerd like us to appreciate it, but <laughs> being an Uber nerd like us, you get a whole new level of appreciation because uh, like this last episode that I just watched was uh, one of the characters just got like fired from his position as a CEO and he's then talking about how great uh, the World Wide Web is going to be running on this next computer. And the person responds, well, uh, you know, of course, it's a failed CEO, megalomaniac. Of course you like him. And without saying the name Steve Jobs, they talk about Steve Jobs. And you would have to know what next computer is in order to be able to get that reference. Um, so it's a super fun show. Not a lot of people are watching it. I don't know. I really don't know anybody that's seen it, but it's definitely something that you two should check out. Uh, just finished, uh, or it's sorry, it uh, has three seasons released on Netflix, and it's either going into or just finishing up its fourth season. I'm not quite sure, um, but it's really a, a, a really great show. You guys should check out. Frankie, was there anything that you wanted to talk about in this section? You've been quiet. I have been quite, I've been listening. Well, I knew nothing about the TV show you talked about, so I was backing off a little bit, nor the Super Mario game, uh, so only Stranger Things. But uh, I did just watch, uh, binge watch this past weekend, uh, Mindhunter on Netflix. Which How was, was that? Was um, the writings pretty good uh, most of the time. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is a really slow, the first episode. I fell asleep during the first episode and uh, I had to wake up and rewatch uh, watch oh, the no. second half <laughs> by, the, by the third episode. But if you're a fan of Criminal Minds, you'll love the TV show. I loved Criminal Minds in college. I haven't watched it in years, but uh, it's the same exact concept. Actually, it's what it is. It's based on the true story of how the the science division of the FBI gets started where the behavioral analysis unit, the BAU in the FBI. So it's kind of like the people who founded it and like their interview with all the serial killers. It's where they come up with the term serial killer and where they, you know, where the, that word is created back in the seventies or sixties, seventies. Uh, so is this like a pretty good watch? I guess or mostly. It, yeah. It's, okay. it's based on a true story there's a lot of okay. ev pretty much everything that has to do with the characters real lives is all made up and okay. there's a couple of but I, I mean i'm sure most of the serial killer yeah. people on there are based on real <laughs> that i mean criminal minds did right that so that's time this, too. yeah the serial killers that are on there are all real serial killers which is the really interesting part so you can go look up you know and read you know articles and interviews with them and everything like that so uh, they're all real, just actors that portray them clearly. And uh, but the show was awesome. If you, I think anyone who really likes Criminal Minds will love the show. If you don't like Criminal Minds and you're not, you're a little queasy. Um, I probably wouldn't watch the show. <laughs> my Although I was going to say three it, episodes in, and she was like, "I'm done." Yeah, it looked a lot darker. I mean, it is David Fincher, so it's probably going to be a lot darker yeah. and a lot gorier than uh, Criminal it's Minds. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot darker. It's a lot gorier. It's a well, not a lot gorier. It's not. They don't really show too many gory scenes or anything like that. Um, in fact, I think sometimes Criminal Minds was a little gory for a CBS TV show. 
but it definitely is, you know, the language, like the, some of the, you know, I don't mean like necessarily bad language. I just mean like some of the, some of the things they talk about are gross and, and, but the, there's not a lot of gore in the TV show. And, but like I said, as long as you're okay with that stuff and you're interested in psychology, you'll love the show. Uh, so Tim, you should probably watch it with the girls. Um, yeah, Frank, oh, definitely. <laughs> Frank, it's funny that you uh, talk about liking Criminal Minds and, and hating not anything on CBS. Yeah, because I listen, don't find those shows that different. Listen, there, there. No, see, are you kidding me? No, not even close. We're, we're, that's an argument for a different day. But NCIS <laughs> and, and Criminal Minds are two totally different shows. They are. I mean, Criminal Minds is definitely better, but they're not that different. Anyway, um, so we also uh, posted online and uh, just asked people what they wanted to talk, uh, what that they wanted us to talk about. And so I'm literally going to go through the list. Uh, in I'm going to go through the order and that I wanted. Some to. incredible suggestions. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. I did there. It's the name My of the segment. are all the people forever. that told us to End just shut up. <laughs> Uh, so first, Stephen Jane posted uh, 2012 recommendations where you read old text messages from Ben where he, he recommends movies. I don't know why he has a screenshot of an old uh, conversation that we had from, from five years ago. That's so strange, actually. He, he knew you'd be famous one day. kind of creepy. Actually. It, yeah, it's it's but you know what? I uh you know, I know that was a joke comment, but uh I'm gonna give you a serious answer. So from 2012, here are some good movies that you should check out. First, I completely stand by Hero Dreams of Sushi. That is an amazing documentary that you should go watch if you haven't. It's also really great to take naps to because it's because it's in uh Japanese, so you can't really pay that close attention to it while you're falling asleep. You guys ever see Hero Dreams of Sushi? No, oh. Ben. No, we have not. Okay, well, you should definitely go check that out. That's another one I know all about, except I've never watched it. <laughs> you should it. <laughs> definitely go watch it. Um, uh, so next one is probably one that you guys haven't seen, but the, I'm only mentioning it because the production was super interesting because this is not a movie that I actually like, but the production was really cool. Anna Karenina. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I have not seen that, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. Surprise. But Keep the going, production of it is really interesting. You guys would enjoy it because they use like a stage as a set piece for several of the scenes. So it's just really creative uh, production. Anyway, um, also that year, Argo and Zero Dark Thirty, very dark R-rated movies, but really good true war movies, uh, true stories. So those are both, I mean, I loved both of those movies a ton. Do you guys like either of those? Yeah, definitely. Zero Dark Thirty. You said Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty and Argo. Oh, Argo. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Yeah, both of those. I agree with you on that one. Fantastic. And then the last one <laughs> is a movie that uh, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the horror it was the genre. Lorax. I know it's the Lorax. It's the Lorax. What you're gonna say? <laughs> uh, yeah, the horror edit of the the Lorax was uh, just oh really phenomenal. <laughs> um, no, Silent House with Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen. Have you guys ever seen Silent House? Uh, no, no. So it's shot as a one take. Um, it's there are like three edits in it, but it's shot as a one take, and it's set in this house where they're the stand the stereotypical. They move into a house. It's a it's new to them, and it then things start going crazy, and people start dying, and it's all a one take. But really, really good. Lots of uh, clever twists and turns, and an ending that you don't expect. So. Uh, Silent House used to be on Netflix. 
that's if you're into the horror genre, since we're coming up on Halloween, that's definitely one to check out. Did you guys have any movies from 2012 that uh, came to mind? Yeah, did well. The you Avengers, missed like all the good ones. The Avengers came out yeah. right, 2012. Dark Knight Rises, Brave, no. Skyfall. Wait, well, that's let's not. <laughs> one of the best uh, theme songs for uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yes. Come on, man. That is one. That is Skyfall does have uh, one of the best theme songs for sure. <laughs> uh, Frankie, I'm surprised you're not bringing up Jump Street. Mike. That's not the. I don't see that on the list of. Oh yeah, there it is. No, it wasn't a big Magic Mike fan. Listen, all right. Well, uh, next up, um, Andrew Moore, Tuna, probably our uh, our VIP contributor to everything. VIP of the uh, what's the name of their podcast? I can't remember. Slow Day Radio. Slow, that's it. Slow Day Radio. Sorry, <laughs> totally listen. Um, Ask in your opinion, what is the best theater snack? Popcorn with M and M's, corn dogs, Swedish fish, and why? Uh, Tim, what's your favorite? theater snack wow i don't consider most of those i don't consider theater snacks at all um <laughs> are they just everyday snacks i would honestely say uh it definitely, that used, dinner. Yeah, that right. was... it definitely used to be popcorn i think the the there's a candy that i don't normally ever eat the only times i eat it is ever is very rarely but at the movies and that is the cookie dough bites <laughs> nice they are small bites of cookie dough wrapped in chocolate. I like it. Yeah. Frankie, what's your favorite theater snack? Oh, hands down, Sour Patch Kids. Of snack course. Since, uh, yeah. Production studio and it, and all nighters at the uh, at school, and it's my favorite snack in uh, movie theater. So now it's the only real time I get to eat it. Remember that one time where I uh, ate all of the sugar at the bottom of a five-pound bag of Sour Patch Kids? I do. <laughs> There's still a video of that somewhere. There is a video of that somewhere, and I've had diabetes ever since. <laughs> uh, so I am super cheap, and so my favorite theater snack is whatever I can sneak into the theater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever um, fits in my jacket. I've actually – so, okay, can we just branch off really quick? What are some of the – craziest things you guys have snuck into well, a theater to eat. I was going to say that my favorite theater snack was a dozen Max and Emma's cookies. Yes. That I snuck Emma's into the cookies. Avengers. Yes. That was <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Aw, Max and Emma's memories. Um, my favorite was uh, boneless buffalo wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. That is good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, really hungry and I wanted dinner and that's what I brought in there with me. <laughs> uh, I will say, so I've, I've, I've definitely brought, or, or I've either brought it in or my, probably my dad, I think brought in a whole Chick-fil-A, like family meal <laughs> size <laughs> of Chick-fil-A, all the sandwiches packed into pockets. Uh, but I'm trying to think my first experience with really ridiculous movie sneaking inning was uh, I believe it was the midnight for maybe the last Lord of the Rings, the 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 final, not the Hobbit, the the actual Return of the King, Lord yeah. of the Rings, and uh, and it was at <clears throat> I believe the Regal in Oaks, and somebody brought in two meals. I mean, in huge styrofoam containers from Max and Irma's, and was like sharing food with people. <laughs> like, who wants some fries? Ugh, I got cookies. I got this. Blah blah blah. And uh, that was a, that was just unbelievable. It was just a, amazing. Opened up my, I used my to go mind. 
all the time and bring like the six pack of cookies with me in between shifts. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, they they were phenomenal. Um, so then uh, Olivia Waller asked, how many times will you see Star Wars The Last Jedi in theaters? Guys, I'll start once. Now, uh, I <laughs> you will, say that now, Ben. I will ben, leave the floor for you guys. I want to do like an over-under bet on if on one for Ben because I think I'm going to take the under. I don't think he's even going to see it in the theaters. Oh. No, I, I will definitely find a way to see it in the theaters. The I only thing gonna... that will stop me is just you know things with having a child. If I can work out my schedule, but if I can work out my schedule, I will definitely see it in the theaters. Well, Ben, they have mommy and me theaters like showings at a lot of theaters, so you can go to like a nine a.m. showing where everyone else has kids. So if Boy, they start crying, no one really cares. Mom. Mommy and me go <laughs> in. <laughs> I am going to see it three times. Easy. Okay, look. So something that I commented was that the, my first viewing of it is covered by the church. So there's right. that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I mean, the question wasn't how many times are we going know, to pay so, Well, yeah, right. <sighs> it's tough. I, I'll probably, I am guessing we might end up seeing it at least another time in December maybe around Christmas with some of our friends in Pittsburgh. Brittany's <laughs> making a face at me. The, see, the problem I have is that the girls aren't quite old enough yeah. to go to the new Star Wars. Uh, they've seen, you know, A New Hope, um, but we're, we're easing them in. They've also seen all of Lego Star Wars. Uh, so... <laughs> um, One of the best Star yeah, Wars. which is hilarious, but... Um, so we've done that. So I, it's t- it's tough for me to say exactly how many times. I- I'll say I've seen there's many of the Star Wars movies, many 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 times in the theaters. So uh, I can't quite say just yet. But I have probably one. I've plus. never seen a movie. In... What'd you say? Ben? I'm sorry, I cut. You I, off. Said, I said I uh, said Tim will probably be at least one plus. One plus. <laughs> I already have tickets to two showings. I know oh I'm at God. least going twice. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew you would. I, but listen, Frankie never... has friends in high places, so it doesn't right. surprise me. <laughs> I never have... Um, I've never seen a movie in theaters more than three times, and the last movie I did that with was Deadpool. And so... And I just... Because people wanted to go, and I was like, it was good enough that I'll go see it again. So if that <laughs> happens with Star Wars, I can see that happening if it's good enough, where people will be like, oh, I haven't seen it. All right, I'll go. So... I'm still yeah, sticking with my three. Batman the Dark Knight was the last one that I saw in the theaters multiple times. Um, and then lastly, uh, Andrew Moore asked, uh, I told you he's the, the VIP contributor, and um, he asked, and this one kind of pains me because I don't really want to talk about superheroes anymore. Well, <laughs> but uh, superheroes and comic book movies are the big thing in Hollywood right now. What would you like to see emerge as a new craze? Themes, settings, archetypes, etc. Guys, who wants to go first on this one? Uh, I'll take it. All right, go ahead, Frankie. I would love to see um, virtual reality movies become a thing. Um, so hear me out. So they, in, like, uh, there's already a virtuality app for Netflix um, on your Samsung Galaxy uh, for Android. And from most reviews you can read, bad? You're shaking your head. <laughs> what? Sorry, no, sorry, keep going, Frankie. <laughs> But for most reviews I've read, it's not that bad. But I think it would be amazing to see um, 
evolve toward virtual reality uh, and that to become a thing not like the um that came out that was in first person that was horrendous but i just mean a movie where you're kind of engulfed in the middle of the movie and you can look around and and see all aspects of, of the scene and everything that's going on um i think how cool that would be with like a mystery um murder mystery type movie or how awesome that would have been in blade runner to be sitting in the middle of the oh, the scene and be able to walk all you know look all the way around they've they're starting to do it with sports um they have a, a baseball virtual reality thing that's working out where basically you look out from the dugout and then you can watch the whole entire game that way um it's going to be a huge breakthrough for sports watching sports um but in movies i think it would be amazing that's uh, just my opinion yeah it'd be pretty cool yeah, I actually don't disagree with you. I always thought like in the theaters, like an augmented type a reality type thing where you see the screen and you see, you know, that's where you're supposed to be paying attention. But then you have glasses on that allow you to look like left, right, up and down and kind of see more around what is happening on the screen. Yeah. That way you still know where your attention is supposed to be, but you can kind of get a more immersive experience. So I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, Tim, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, so I would say I have two little two little bits for this. And uh, so my first thought is um, I'd like to see more properties based on non-superhero comic books, right? Sure. Uh, I know, Ben, you can, you can attest, hold on, because uh, for a while, for a long time, they were trying to make Why the Last time. Man. Yep. For a really long time, it was like they're going to make a series, they're going to make a this or that or whatever. Um, but there's there's plenty of I think comic books uh, that medium has kind of reemerged. Uh, maybe it was helped out by superhero movies, but um, it's still a storytelling medium. People are always talking about like, oh, what's the yeah. next book to be? What was that? What's the next Sorry. book now? <laughs> They're always like, oh, what's the next book that, that they're gonna, is going to be adapted into film? What's the next this, that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I think there's plenty of comic books that are not superhero related that would be adapted very well. I know that um, Mark Miller, um, who already has plenty of, of his comics being made into movies, has also signed a pretty huge deal uh, with, now I can't remember which studio it is, Lionsgate or somebody to bring lots of his properties to life on screen, which is going to be pretty cool. Wow. Um, so that's, that's a cool thing I think would be awesome. Yeah. I and, mean, you know, you, you wonder how many people know that the walking dead was a comic book. Yeah. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. And the, and there really are a lot of other things that were comic books that people have no idea about. Right. Um, be for vendetta. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, so I think that would be definitely a, a cool place to go. I think another thing that could be that I'm really hoping for a renaissance is the adapting video games into movies. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. I say that I say that also I'm, I'm laughing a little bit, but I wanted to say that, but I didn't because I knew you were going to probably say it. <laughs> well, we know we all know there's very few movie franchises launched off of video games. Um, name one good one. See, I would say Resident Evil, but uh, that's well, a... Tomb Raider. <laughs> it made a lot Tomb of Raider money, was... and it went off the deep end. Tomb Raider, though, was the new Tomb one. Tomb Raider was the most successful um, video game movie in history, and then the new one's coming out, and it looks pretty yes. decent. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. really the, those movies weren't really great. The first one was was 
pretty okay, and the second one was like not good. It was Tomb Raider to sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. There was it didn't need to be a Tomb Raider movie, but it was Tomb Raider to sell tickets. Yeah, so we have a few things coming out that I think could be good uh, for this. the The new Tomb Raider I think could actually be good for this. They they're they're going off of the new kind of reboot since they rebooted Tomb Raider um, several years ago. They're kind of going off that exact storyline, so I think that that is promise. The other thing I think is um, the Uncharted. Um, Yeah they're doing basically an uncharted prequel and and it what it looks like is that it it is an actual prequel to the games the main star of it is going to be tom holland so i mean that's a win right there yeah right so so they got that going for them but i think there there's room for that that if that's like the next new craze and it takes off and it does well i i'd be pumped so i probably am going to have the most cynical answer because i'm uh so, you know, out of all of us, like you guys are kind of like like superhero movies and TV shows are your bread and butter. So you can probably watch any of them all day. Every all day kinds of bread. So many kinds of sourdough. Rye. Plain, yeah. Honey garlic. Wheat, yeah. Uh, nine grain, honey wheat. Italian herb cheese. Cinnamon raisin. Uh, but so uh, I watched The Gifted. Did you have you guys seen the pilot for The Gifted yet? Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it. It's awesome. I was going to say, I bet both of you guys liked it, and I really did not. I didn't. Of course you didn't. Okay, it is is Heroes 10 years later. It is like the basic premise of Heroes. Right. But later, and with X-Men. Okay. Yes, but the difference is they're in the X-Men universe where the heroes are just biting off of the X-Men comic books. Okay, yes, but but I'm fine with another story inside of that universe, but do something different with it. It's the same thing. Heroes was interesting because we hadn't had that before, but we had that literally a decade ago. Anyway, I was really annoyed by it. It, I know (laughs) it will probably get better, but I was just really annoyed by the the pilot because I thought it was stupid. So what I I think... Great, but okay, go ahead. uh, No, but mediocre has places to go. so I would say that what I would like to see is more uh, superhero shows or TV, TV shows or movies where the storyline and the production are specifically catered to the superhero and the powers that they have. So what I mean by that, and the perfect example of that is Legion. Did you guys watch Legion on FX? Oh, yeah. Loved yes, Legion. Legion was awesome. Did you not like that? No, I loved Legion. Oh, it was all, it was, I, yeah, I figured you would because of how artsy it was. Am I right? <laughs> well, not that it, I mean, yes, but uh, <laughs> Legion was the way that it was styled and the way that it was edited was specifically tailored to that superhero and yeah, right. super, the superpowers that he had and what he was experiencing in the storyline. That style of editing, you couldn't get away with with almost any other superhero, but because of him, it works. Yeah, right. right. And you know he was an X-Men, right? Yes. Okay. I know that that's in the X-Men universe, but again, but it, what but they it was, were doing yeah. was new. Yeah. yeah, very different. Very. Um, they actually went a lot closer to, to the comics with that, if really? you could believe that. Yeah, the most recent run with Legion was in, I think it was X-Men Legacy. It was super trippy. Ha- like, half of it took place in his mind. Um all that reality warping kind of weird stuff. 
uh, yeah, that's, I I really enjoyed it just purely from that standpoint. It, it was the most original superhero storyline that I've seen, yes. and so I would like to see more of that. But let us know what type of superhero storylines you would like to see, or what type of different ways of telling stories, and let us know whether or not you like The Gifted, because that was just trash. Uh, Frankie, where can people connect with us on social media? Well, <clears throat> you can find all of us at facebook.com slash incrediblecritics. You can find uh, us on Twitter at 3CriticsPod. You can hit us up on iTunes, give us a rating, help us get promoted, and, and reach out to people who haven't heard our podcast yet by doing that. And if you want to bash Ben for um, at I am Ben Franco. So those are, those are your options right there. <laughs> Have a good week, and we'll talk to you guys next week. If you hear anything, that's my wife uh, playing in the Iron Banner in Destiny 2 without me because I'm recording a podcast and the rest of the podcast abandoned me. And I'm trapped. I'm trapped here. All alone. By myself. <laughs>